0: It's Friday, folks, the end to another week. This is Dave Bauer, Senior Market Analyst for Praveemi. And before we start the weekend, I'll offer some market perspective, recap some pork industry and market highlights, and I'll also list some of the things to think about as we prepare for next week. Wow, is it really September 18th? It's mum season. Ursula just planted some colorful mums around the mailbox. As corn and beans have rapidly dropped ears and leaves, it's harvest season. I know. Here in Wisconsin, they've been chopping corn for a couple weeks, but as the corn and soy harvest gets started across America, I'd like to wish all the farmers a safe and smooth harvest. And for all those traveling the country roads, please keep an eye out for slower moving tractors and equipment. Help them out by being safe behind the wheel. It's also football season, and I'm told some Wisconsin high schools will turn the lights on this Friday night for the first football scrimmages. Yep, the autumn season is knocking on the door and officially gets started next Tuesday, Sept. 22, just before the Q3 hogs and pigs report next Thursday. And speaking of signs, the signs are telling us of a reduced breeding herd. USDA's weekly sow harvest continues to run strong, up 64% over last year year-to-date, and we've now killed about 800,000 more sows than we did last year over the same eight and a half months. This has been the catalyst to discussions today about what this will mean for the sow herd come September 24th. The June report alerted us that fall farrowing intention decisions made through spring and summer when values were in the low, mid, and upper $40 range were to farrow 5% less this fall. Over the past several weeks, conversations put estimates either side of 200,000 fewer sows than we had last year at this time or 6.2 million head, down 3% from last year. And if that 200,000 drop were to happen, it would be down about 100,000 sows, or 1.5% from last quarter. Many of these decisions were made during the times of dismal futures and dismal financial conditions. And although the conditions haven't changed, what will the recent rally in hog future values do to the sentiment as we come into the report? Well, since the September survey is as of September 1st, the numbers are set. But the current rally due to Germany's misfortune may allow for more U.S. pork exports. But it won't change the fact that we've still a regional supply backlog and big U.S. supply slated through the fall. But a quick note on ASF and Germany. It was reported that four wild boar carcasses were found and one live pig shot that all tested positive. The first case found was of a female wild boar, which is significant. Females typically run in groups called sounders that consist of three to four females and all their piglets. The significance here is that the dead female likely had contact with several pigs, and that is of concern when realizing that ASF is spread through contact with other pigs. Males typically, and other than during the rut, lead an isolated life, so present less of a spread risk. On pork exports this week, net weekly sales were a very large 50,600 metric tons, 68% over last week and 41% over the four-week average. Per the chart, I'd call that the third largest weekly sale this year. But the 35,900 metric ton sales to China is a record weekly volume for them. Is this due to China's ban on German pork? Are they already starting to buy for Chinese New Year? One week does not a trend make, but hog futures and domestic cash values are telling us that this may continue. Technically, hog futures have set back and filled the largest gap on the charts, and these setbacks are always good for bull trends. And fundamentally, with Thursday's $87 cutout price, the 602 is up $7.32, or 9.2%, in the first four days of the week. U.S. pork is still roughly four times cheaper than Chinese pork. And what's the word on profitability? Again, the current futures rally continues to reduce last-half 2020 losses and now reflect positive returns as early as mid-Q1 2021. But I caution those that think this trend continues. Yes, hog returns are increasing, but so are feed costs. Corn and soy values are pricing in big global demand, spelled China. I'd be careful not to be overly friendly to hog margins. Hog Futures can continue to add value, but that doesn't mean net returns will do the same. Make sure you're having conversations with your risk advisors to manage this forward risk-reward scenario. At Pravimi, our nutrition and account teams are dedicated to helping tomorrow's pork producers turn over every rock in their production business today to learn just where the most effective places are to make change. Lean on your trusted advisors today to help you think through the best scenarios for your system for tomorrow. These are unusual times, and it will pay dividends to be proactive. At Praveem, we strive to give you the information you need to run a more precise pork system. So if you have questions on feeding pigs or hog margins into 2021, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me by clicking on the Ask Dave button on your Feedstuff's Precision Pork Podcast landing page. In times like these, it's best to remember, success is a journey, not a destination. So make sure you're planning your journey today to help ensure tomorrow's success.